Once again to the If I Said It, I Meant It podcast. Bite my tongue for no one. That was a, a doozy right uh, there. Yes, we're getting off to a, a rough start. I'm Kevin Chio coming to you as always with my good friend. Richard Vasquez. And we're a little thrown off because we're in a different room. Yeah, there's some guys playing cash flow outside. Apparently. You, you know what bothers me most of all is that when you're looking at the camera, you have an air freshener coming out of your head and I have an outlet coming out of mine. Now we're outlet brothers. Yes, we're good. Those things bother me. Check, check. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. I feel like my mic needs to be a little louder, though. For once, you need to be the louder person. I should have checked before, huh? We probably should have done a sound check. We probably should have done a lot of things before we started the show, but you know what? To be fair, you were talking to my mom outside for... I was. Until 7.25, and we started at 7.30. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... You could have sound checked stuff. Yeah, I was talking to Raquel. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so before we go pointing blame, look, the bottom line is... I wasn't pointing blame. I was just strictly... I was simply just telling the people, BTS, bro, behind the scenes stuff over here. You know what I mean? We're getting shit done. Yeah. We're getting it. And we'll get through it. It'll, it may not be pretty, but we'll get through it. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I got a pimple on the same spot that you have a pimple. I know. It's like looking in the mirror. It's kind of funny. I know. I looked at you and I was like, <laughs> I, have, I have that same pimple. So it's, it's the end of February and it's starting to get a little warm, at least for me. I'm in shorts again and I'm in my chanclas and I've been wearing sunglasses because it's been hot and the sun's been out and I think the sweat has just kind of gotten to that. And, you know, I, I, I've been switching my glasses around, so I was hoping that, that it wouldn't like... Maybe the oils wouldn't build up or whatever, but yeah. I'm, I'm also not cleaning off the middle part, the bridge or whatever. Yeah, I very rarely do. I, I just assume at some point I'm going to jump in like a pool with my sunglasses on. <sighs> and you know, so. Rick's notorious for losing expensive ass sunglasses in lakes. <laughs> He'll jump in with like some $400 glasses and then come out not having the glasses on anymore. Really? All the time. You don't remember when we were like at the 22, like shit, 20. What lake was that? Uh, well, there's a Colorado River in Laughlin. Well, that's not a lake. No, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. Just d- water in d- general. D- just general bodies of water. Yeah. Oh, we also went to... What was that what? lake? Elsinore? Did we go to Elsinore? Was it Lake Elsinore? The one where he, he met Michelle? Yeah. We stole Michelle from another man. <laughs> what? The, what that I would... No, nah, we're going to put that shit out there. Yeah. At this point, like, she has two kids with him. And... First off, when you say we, this is you right now. All right, fine. I'm going to put that shit out there. Um, and the funny thing is, I knew the guy that uh, basically lost out on the girl. We don't know that. We assume that. Oh, I assume. Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, going on that assumption, I have known him. Now that I think about it, Rick's known him as long as I, yeah. <laughs> as I have. <laughs> so, I think the best part about that story uh, is yeah. that... Rick brought another girl to Lake Elsinore, 
and went home with Michelle. Oh my god. <laughs> you don't remember that? No. <laughs> I the best part they're, about that they're story. They're married now, so it's okay. The best part about that that whole situation was the guy who lost out on the girl. That dude waited like Eight years in silence, uh, like throughout high school, because Michelle was dating his friend in high school, and yeah, that, that was his one shot. Like Casey up to bat, and he just took a swing, and Rick think, ran out and stole the ball. I don't even think he took a swing. I think he was in the on deck circle. He was on. He was in the lineup, <laughs> and then he never got in the game. He never even asked to be in the lineup. He couldn't he, even pinch run. He, yeah, but. Uh, Shout out to happy marriages to Rick and Michelle. All things work out. They got married by a lake, too. Now, now that I think about it, I wonder, was that set up? So. Because they got married in, in Vegas, right? On the sad part of that story, the guy who missed out on the girl went on and had a very successful relationship with someone else, was going to get married, and that was the only time, two, three weeks before the wedding, I've ever had a letter come in the mail that said, we've canceled the wedding. It's the only time. Um, <laughs> so maybe it didn't work out oh, the I'm, best. I'm going to hell. I was going to hell for other reasons, but I'm going to hell. God, I wonder what he's doing. I should probably, should probably make sure he's okay. You're going to be on a list that he's going to cross out with his lipstick. <laughs> I'm not gonna kill this guy. Um, on the topic of lives that spiral downward, out of control. I was watching Hell's Kitchen last night. <laughs> this is an awful segue. Um, anybody who doesn't know Hell's Kitchen, you should watch it. it. I was not a big like cooking fan, like cooking channel show guy, and it's on Fox, so it's not on the cooking channel. Um, but it's got uh, Gordon Ramsay, the the English chef guy. You know who I'm talking about? Guy that yells all the time. Yeah, always yells, always cusses at people, and it's it's awesome. Um, I watched him make scrambled eggs the other day on Jimmy Kimmel yeah. on YouTube, at least. Yeah, on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, well, it was on YouTube, but he was there with Jimmy Kimmel, and then oh, he okay. started yelling at Jimmy Kimmel because he screwed the way that you make the eggs. You showed me the one where he was doing the the spicy thing where yeah, he was eating the, the hot, hot wings and making scrambled eggs. Yeah, at the end. He makes them interesting. Like I've always on thought, the heat, off the heat, on the heat, yeah, but off you, the but heat. But you put That's salt cool. and pepper like I've always thought you put salt and pepper before you put the eggs in the pan. What would you salt and pepper? The eggs. But oh, then, in but, like the liquid egg. Yeah, well, oh, it's still okay. yucky. Yoki? He puts he, well, I don't know what you call it. Yeah. And then uncooked. Uncooked? <laughs> Is that kosher? Um You use the term yoki. You know what I mean? Like uncooked. Yeah, whatever. Okay. So he cooks it and then like then puts a the salt and pepper and then puts like a stick of butter. He put butter. It was just like he cooked it really And he used cream. Yes. He used like a, a cream. whipping cream, yeah. which was interesting. He said it's similar to sour cream. I wouldn't mind the and then and then the guy that ate him was like, "Oh my god, these are the best eggs I've ever had in my entire life." I liked the like he would put it on the heat mix or no, he would leave it on the heat, take it off, and that's when he would whip it, and he'd whip it good, whip it real good, yeah. Um, but Hell's Hell's Kitchen <laughs> is God. If only we had sound effects. 
Soundboard Sai would be an awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Low budget ass fucking oh, podcast. Um, Hell's Kitchen goes into like just beat to shit restaurants and um, he basically turns them around in 24 hours. Uh, so similar like Bar Rescue. Similar to a Bar Rescue. How long does Bar Rescue have? Like a week, right? Uh, yeah, it's usually a couple of days because he analyzes it and yeah. then yells at them. And then makes them clean up because they're always they're always dirty. Mm, mm. And then he comes back the next day, trains them, and then the day that night they fucking redo the whole bar. And yeah. they have like a soft. They have a crew of know. people that come in. It's it's pretty cool. It's like a four or five um, day process. What was interesting is that <clears throat> last night's episode, they had two friends who had been friends for you know twenty years or so, and um, they they bought one bar restaurant type thing, and then. They ended up buying a second. So, you know, friend A goes off and he's running the second one. Friend B is running the original bar. And, and friend B's life kind of spiraled out of control. And, and That actually was a good segue then. It, well, yeah. <laughs> but friend B was just, he was drinking a lot of the company's alcohol, getting drunk <laughs> on the job. There were holes in the wall where he got mad and like punched the wall. And, you know, just... He was just a shitty. What happened? Did, did they tell you why or what happened? Uh, just his wife left him. Well, yeah, but beyond that, it was just like he—he he was just a shitty manager, and everybody knew it. And he was one of the reasons why the restaurant spiral, spiraled out of control. But Gordon Ramsay was concerned about reopening the restaurant from the liability aspect of it because he was always drinking on the job, <laughs> because he. Um, you know, he the, the company would be liable if he got hit. You know, if he hit somebody, if he killed somebody while drunk. Um, so they basically they said he's got to go. And <laughs> owner A was <laughs> sorry. I'm laughing because I just crawled yeah, under the microphone. Just, not to, I'm glad he didn't touch the cable though. That's I am happy about that. His limbo gain is strong. <laughs> So owner A, you know, went to vouch for his longtime friend and said, he's been my friend for a long time. I don't want to abandon him. And Gordon Ramsay used a quote that stuck out to me. Um, and right when he said it, I wrote it down and I, I wanted to talk to you about it uh, because my fiance and I who were watching it, we both looked at each other inquisitively. Um, Google it. Gordon Ramsay basically said, look, uh, I'm not reopening this with him at, at the helm even though he's your friend, business before friendships. And it stuck out. So I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are on that. 20-year friendship, obviously friend is running the business into the ground, but business before friendships, in Gordon Ramsay's opinion. And, and since you are on the same famous level as Gordon Ramsay and your cooking skills are up there too with your yolky eggs. Exquisite. What are your thoughts on uh, business before friendship? Well, keep, uh, keep in mind they were friends that started the business together. Well, I think going in business with a friend is difficult in its own right. Um, really? You, and you started this with me and we've invested tens of dollars we've actually invested a few hundred dollars yeah we have actually okay. we put some um i mean it's 
you know, I don't know if it's ever going to pay itself off. So and back. time, our time, which is kind of valuable. Yeah, somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, what else will we be doing on a Wednesday? Drinking <laughs> alone. Yeah. I. Um, so I kind of agree to an extent. I mean, look, it's your livelihood. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to like business and money, you you kind of have to be selfish to an extent. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. When I mean by selfish, I'm not talking about... Backstabbing uh, a friend. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like if it's in the better... Uh, what's the word I want to use? Interest. Uh, yeah, better interest of the business... Yoki that, that is the this, word. Yoki. Um, <laughs> maybe I meant hokey. Uh, I don't think either one of them <laughs> fit all that well. Uh, if yeah, if it's in the better, if it's in the better interest of the business, like, and you're both on the line, like you kind of have to do what you have to do. And to be fair, the friend that's been spiraling out of control and you know, kind of fucking up, like, he chose. His actions. His actions yeah. over their friendship. Yeah. So it's now your turn to choose, you know, your well-being over your guys' friendship. I mean, that's where the, the issue lies as far as, like, going into business with a friend. Or going to business with anybody, I guess. But at least if you go into business with somebody, you're, you kind of just both are invested mon- monetarily. Yeah. Like, you can kind of be a little more cutthroat with that. Um, and I guess my, my only experience with this would be, so when... Joanna, Joe and myself left Columbia and went to West Coast. Oh, we got to beat both of those business names out unless they pay us. Oh, they don't know who the fuck they are. They're not getting any business because we left anyway. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Somebody else ran she, him into the ground. So actually Raquel hates the story. but So Joe was a couple months pregnant when we when we decided to go, right? And actually a lot of girls don't like this story. And when we discussed, like, we, we had a, you know, we talked about, like, whether we were going to go or stay. And, you know, we kind of just talked it through. And oh, yeah. her thing was, like, well, like, obviously I'm going to be having a kid in, like, five months. Mm-hmm. Uh, or she could have put it off. <laughs> I'm sure, I guess. Cryogenics. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think mean, that's I, how babies work. I don't know. I don't know where you're going with that. But <laughs> in, in the end, I told her, like, look it, like, you can't be gone for three months like i don't know what normal maternity leave is but i know it's usually about two to three days two. right yeah i mean mama wolves are how back long, hunting how long, how long were you off work uh, three yeah so typically i would say three months would probably be pretty standard i looked at her and was like look at like i don't mind holding down the ship while you're gone yeah but you need to come back like asap because we're both making a decision to leave a, a, a established company to open up a new branch. And, you know, I can't be alone for three months. Like, it's just, right. it's not going to work. And I got a lot of backlash from, like, you People. know, females, really. Yeah. And, like, how could you do that? Da, da, da. And the truth is, like, we made a business pact. Like, you know, it was it was something both for our better well-being uh, financially. And it was a sacrifice she had to make because it was a sacrifice I had to make in the aspect of being opening up a brand new branch and me being alone for a month without any representation on the out in the field you know what yeah. i mean i'm not saying it's exactly equal to what this guy went what this guy was going through because there was no spiraling out of control but right, right. there was an aspect of joe was drinking a lot when she was pregnant <laughs> yeah there was an agreement 
You know yeah. what I mean? And they had an agreement, I'm sure, before they opened the store or the restaurant or whatever. And this person didn't hold up their agreement. So that's the reason why I said I kind of agree with what he's saying because the, the, this other guy isn't respecting the friendship. And see, I think that's where the... I agree with the ends of the situation. Like, if, if you can't hold your shit down, you got to go. Like, if you're opening this company up to unneeded liability, you got to go. I don't like the idea of, especially when you're friends and start a business, I don't like the idea of someone saying that it's business over friendship. I mean, he was being cutthroat. Right, but you know. even with that, there are certain things that I think justify sticking with a friend through business. However, much like a situation with our friend Rick, um, I think at some point... You just got to marry her. You just got to marry her. Um, no, I think at some point it's, it's hey, listen, I, if it was us and you were running a business into the ground or even vice versa. Real quick, for the record, yeah. they were on a date. I don't want everybody to think that Michelle was on another date. Rick, on the other hand, was on a date. <laughs> um, yeah, she knows that. No, yeah, she was there. She was there. <laughs> um, I, I, think, I think the problem lies with Obviously, the friend or whoever's running it in the ground. Hey, listen, if if we were in that situation, whether it was you or I that's running it in the ground, at some point you have a conversation with a friend and you go, "You're fucking this up." Like, well, I mean, I, you could even take that a step further. Like, so it's one thing to have that conversation when it's just you and I, mm -hmm. and we're running this business trying to make it better, right? Right. It's another thing when you reach out to a TV show. That's willing to invest money mm. into your business, mm -hmm. and then you continue to fuck it up. Like we're already at the fucking rock bottom, yeah. And you're just literally doing nothing to help. You know what? And and I know that you didn't watch the show, and most of our listeners probably aren't going to watch the show. Or um, some of the things that add to the situation is like, look, if a, if Gordon Ramsay or whatever it is comes in and goes, look, this is how Richard, you're fucking this up for both you and Kevin or vice versa. Kevin, you're fucking this up. I would hope as a friend, you would look and go, damn, like, all right, how do I fix it? Like if, there's that, a but, professional but it, here, but it sounds like he, he did. Well, he and didn't. that's, that was part of the, the background of the show is, so it's 24 hours, right? They come in by my estimation, they come in in an afternoon, they have 24 hours, and then they do a quick Before, soft opening. For the yeah, for 24 hours later for a soft opening. And then I'm sure they close it down after three or four hours. Everybody goes, rests, and then you start up again. Um, you know, Gordon Ramsay interviews everybody. And it's very dramatic, and I'm sure a lot of it is staged. Uh, but, you know, Gordon... But they're probably based off of real-life oh, scenarios yeah, and situations. Yeah, yeah. Everything can be edited and cut and, and however. But... One of the things was, you know, they're like, why is this place run down? And everybody goes, because of the shitty owner. And the shitty owner's turning around and going, you guys are fucking it up. And so there's no accountability. Yeah, they didn't um, have mirrors in that place. He, he pulls the guy aside and is like, look, shitty owner, like, you're screwing this up. You need to 
straighten up. And the guy's like, well, I quit drinking. <laughs> and Gordon Ramsay just, I mean, they looked him in the eye and said, I can smell alcohol on your breath right now. And uh, the excuse was, well, that, that's probably from a couple of days ago. <laughs> he well, brushed his teeth or what? Well, and what's yeah, funny yeah. is they were just in the restaurant. He was taking shots with people. And then they had like a hidden camera and he was drinking out in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, he was lying, obviously. And he was stealing alcohol from the company. Like they were missing something like 1,100 ounces of alcohol. <laughs> you know, because they keep like one bottle should get you, I think, like 17 shots or however it is. There's, there's an accounting system that goes into bars and we have enough people uh, that could probably. I'll hit up my boy, John ex- Taffer, see what he says. Or um, Annie. You know, Annie from Gardens Bar and Grill in Pico Rivera. Best tacos in town. The chili for the brittle is pretty bomb, dude. I, and, and I have to admit, we went to a different bar uh, to watch the fight this weekend. And I had the tacos at this other bar. They weren't as good. They weren't as good. The and food at Gardens is so amazing. It's, yeah. It's so good. Do they have zucchini, like the fried zucchini? Ooh, I don't know. I never ordered I it. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, actually they do. They do, they, they do. do. Yeah, I yeah. haven't tried that. I should try that. Yeah, they do it with a sampler plate. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, the other day, uh, shitty tacos, Annie. So, uh, Gardens has the best tacos. So the other day, we uh, went to Gardens for Candace's birthday, and Raquel. Thanks for the invite, Candace. Well, it was like during the day. It was like for lunch. Oh, we'll I forget. Talk, yeah, we'll I talk. For, we'll talk off air. We'll I talk forget, off air. I forget that you. Yeah, yeah, that McDonald's lets you work from home. Yes. Um, so Raquel's on her way over there, right? And I text her like, "Do you want anything?" She's like, "Yeah, give me the taco plate." Yeah. So I beef for chicken. Beef. So I tell, I tell the uh, the bartender, um, can I get the taco, taco plate? Yeah. And she goes, hard shell or soft shell? What the or fuck? So, or hard, hard shell or soft? And I said, what? She I, goes, well, which t- kind of tacos do you want? I was like, only one kind of tacos. I want the taco, taco plate. plate. I yeah. want the hard shell ones. Two or three. And I was like, they always come with three. And I was like, unless you're talking about the lunch one. But I was like, I don't want the lunch one. I want. She goes, we have a taco plate? And I was like... You've only been working here for like, I'm not going to say her name, but you've only been working there for like a year or two. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I forget. I've been working there longer, so I kind of know all the menu products. She goes, let me see. And then she goes like the thing, the 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 POS system. And then she's like, oh, yeah, there's a taco plate. I was there, like, what you, the hell? Do you realize there's going to come very soon a day where there's going to be a bartender at Gardens? That who, isn't who I am. Well, no. That's going to happen. No, because you'll be there enough. No, I haven't. I mean, day one, obviously, they're not going to know who you are. But they, you will have been going to gardens longer than that person's been alive. It's there, coming. Yeah, it is. It's, and it's not far off. You realize that, right? How old am I? 36? About to be 36? It's not that it's far off. It's about 18 years. It's not that far <laughs> off. <laughs> Shit. You, okay, so I just want you to think about that. Uh, no. We have a while ago. How so? Because I have to be 21 to work there. To serve alcohol, but not to like be a uh, waiter. There's, they don't have waiters there. They only have bartenders and barbacks. I'm sorry. Waitress. Whatever. They don't have waitresses. Okay. So I have like at least five more years. How? How does that math work? Three. I'm not on 20. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Hold on. Should we use my toes? Did you put your feet on the, on the counter? No, I did not, actually. I came <laughs> really close. No, I have... I have, I have five more years. I'm very dexterous with my toes. Let's say that. 
I have undressed a woman with my toes. She said, who? <laughs> um, he said, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Bra, too, by the way. And jeans. With the button fly, though. They, they were the but Anyway. How many uh, buttons? Just that? the... Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, not button fly. Zip. I'm sorry, not the button zipper. fly, but the button and with the zipper, yeah. Okay, I was going to say, because you, you... Yeah, were, button you, fly is like... That's, that lot, takes that's a, a lot of work. My, I think they but I think you can like clamp it and then yeah. like lift and pull and it'll take all the buttons off. Oh, that's not that, bad. That's how, it is, that's how I use the restroom. Yeah. It's like lift and pull. And the, the bra is tricky though, especially with your toes. Um, but the fact that she lets you do that is interesting. She's not pumped. Love you, mom. My mom is here. She's leaving now. Bye, Gloria. Thank you for my present. She, she was drinking um, uh, orange juice and vodka right now. Really? Yeah. What is it called? Is Cy Food walking her out? Yes. Cy, yes. are you walking her out? Yeah. Yes. Hey, Cy, come here. Would you, if you walk her out, can you push that? I parked in the back and I'm not sure if I... Just lock it. Yeah, I'm scared. I don't know why. I've had a... We're, we're in such a tough neighborhood. Well, I've had a crackhead just... I've... My fault. I left my truck unlocked one time. Actually, technically, it's happened to me twice in my life. Once at my old house, and then once at uh, my old apartment. I, I left my truck, two different trucks, oddly, oddly enough, but I left them unlocked when I woke up. I was like, somebody went in and fucking Are you, are you one of those people shit. that can't um, leave your car somewhere, like parked, like just random places? Oh, I'll, I can leave my truck parked anywhere. I It just... My keys? Uh, they're in my backpack. I... In the little pocket. I get very concerned when I don't lock my truck. No, I get that. I'm just asking because so Raquel's really, she freaks out about like leaving her car anywhere. And I, I could care less. And I was, she's like, why do you like that? I'm like, because if someone's going to steal it, they're going to steal it. Like, I don't, I don't worry about things that I can't like control. control. And she's like, well, you can avoid it. And I'm like, I Not, guess, I guess I can. Like, you can, I, maybe I wouldn't leave my car like in a Compton parking lot. Like, you know what I mean? You can't or, like, avoid a, it. Because if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You, you might be able to limit the chances of it. But like, okay, so like one of the things was like, um, let's say I were to drive to Gardens, which is a mistake because yeah, you, it's Zero a black self, hole yeah. and you're just going to get stuck there. It's like a casino. Yeah. Um, but let's say I drive there and I'm like, oh, down too drunk. Obviously, I'm not going to drive. I'll Uber home mm -hmm. and I'll leave my car there overnight and then yeah. I'll pick it up in the morning. Um, she's like, how could you do that? That's, that's crazy. And I'm just like, ah, oh, it'll be there. Like, it's cool. And if it's not, it's not. Yeah. I mean, at that point, I have insurance. That's what it's for. Um, I, I guess because I drive a, I've driven trucks my whole life. I don't, I don't really worry about people stealing them. Um, you have a nicer car. I don't know about that, but okay, your truck. Well, nice. it's oddly enough. I, I always tell people this story. We paid basically the same. I have a truck, and you have a Ferrari. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> I do not have a Ferrari. <laughs> Don't be lying to you. Um, we, which, every, if anybody goes back and listens to any of our podcasts, we literally had an episode where we were yeah. talking through which car I should get. Yeah. And you chose Beamer. I chose, yeah, BMW 4 Series. And um, Ooh, fancy car. Right? I mean, it's it's when you think BMW, you think luxury vehicle. Mm -hmm. And you also think, you know. Douchebag. German. No. <laughs> you think. I think racist Germans, but that's just me. Um, and then you go, oh, what, did Kev, what does Kevin drive? Kevin drives a truck, like a pickup truck. Oh, okay. Yeah, a Dodge fucking... Dodge Ram. Yeah, a nice one. 
I like it. I mean, it's a nice truck. I love it. I take care of it. But you, you Our wouldn't... car payments are the same? Pretty much, I think. Four fifty. Oh, yours is way higher. <laughs> Not way higher, but well, four. I think my payment is four oh nine. Mine's four fifty two. And I, I love how you whispered it, and then now you're just okay with it. <laughs> yeah, because if it was way off, I wouldn't have said anything. How much is your insurance? Uh, two. Well, <laughs> two thirty something a month. And you have one car. Yeah. Oh, see, I have my car and my mom's car. And I pay like 200 bucks. I also have a ticket on my license. Mm, I haven't had a ticket in a long time. <laughs> so funny thing about my ticket. I'll tell you the story. I'm driving from the liquor store with my fiance who bought me a bottle of Seagram's. We were going to go home and get drunk. I'm driving my truck. And I'm sure other things. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm driving my truck and we're talking shit about people who are driving with their headlights on or their high beams on. And so I'm in a uptown Whittier, dark neighborhood. Like there's no street lights or anything. I'm talking shit. Oh, you know, and here I'm saying like, oh, here I am. I'm flashing my high beams at them and they're still not turning their high beams off. And I literally flashed my high beams and ran a stop sign right in front of a cop. (laughs) How long ago is this? It's coming up on two years, so it'll drop off. But I literally flashed my high beams, which got the attention of the police officer, and then broke the law right in front of him. By the way, did not have my driver's license. And I had my dog in the bed of the truck, right? So Maggie's, like, happy as hell. There's a cop. Like, hey, pet me. And she's just super pumped. And the cop's like, is she going to jump out and bite me? And I'm looking at him like, that's a golden retriever. Like, no, no, not at all. Do you have any ID on you? No. Where are you coming from? The liquor store. (laughs) (laughs) To buy alcohol to get drunk at my house. Do you have a credit card? Do you have anything? I go, no. Like, here's my registration. Here's all of my stuff. But um, I have no idea. And, And he's like... How'd you buy alcohol? <laughs> I was like, she bought me alcohol. <laughs> Serving it to a minor. Um, it was cool. He was he was cool. He, I mean, he gave me the ticket, obviously. I fucking fla- waved at him and broke the law right in front of him. Um, <laughs> hey, look at me. Look hey. at my high beams. And so, obviously, he was sitting with his lights off. like, And then, all of a sudden, this big truck comes and is shining, flashing lights, and then broke the law. He had to have thought it was the easiest ticket of... All time. Um, so, Betty Girl just wrote uh, she got a new car. I saw that. Congratulations. She got a nice little Lexus. Ooh. Fancy car. All you guys are getting fancy cars, and I drive a truck. So, so. And pay the same. That story, that story you just told right now, uh, I don't know. I don't know how long it's been, so I'm not trying to incriminate anybody, but a friend of ours, uh, we were leaving a softball game, and we went to Buffalo Wild Wings, had a couple brews. A lot of bruise. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and we're driving down Rex, right? <laughs> okay. Right, right? We're coming up on Rivera. You know where Rivera School is? Yeah. And this person decides to say, 
Because <laughs> there's big bumps there's big right bumps. there. Like the, and the street, if anybody's yeah. ever seen the movie Super Troopers, he uh-huh. goes, y'all boys ever been to Mexico? Woo! <laughs> he fucking punches it. We hit the bump. Boom! Hard. <laughs> and we're like, oh, shit. Like, and I you know, I was kind of scared. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he, he wasn't in the best shape. All of a sudden, boom! Fuck. We're we going were to right, jail. We, we were right around the corner from Rick's house. This is when I was living at Rick's house. Uh-huh. He goes, I almost said his name right now. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, I'm going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of pulling over, he decided to drive to Rick's house. So if you guys can get the story so far, it's not Rick. It, and that's like a long block and a Well, half. We, we, were already, we were already at the oh, stop okay, sign okay, making okay, a right you, on the passings. Yeah. So we turned down Rick Street. He parks. The cop comes behind us. And he sees him. And he's a guy he went to high school with. Uh-huh. And he goes, oh, I'm so glad it's you. <laughs> Assuming he's not going to jail. Exactly. Exactly. And then he's like, <laughs> God damn it. And then he says his name. He goes, what are you doing? And he goes, man, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm fucked up right now. We came back from blah, 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 blah. He's like, dude. He goes, what are you doing? And he's like, for real? Though? And then, then the guy I'm in the car with says, for real? Where were you? Were you like I didn't see you? He goes, "That's my job. Like I'm not supposed to be seen." <laughs> That's dead. true. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so he's like, "Where are you going right now?" And he's like, "I'm going to this house right here." Yeah. He's like, "All right, like don't drive. Stay here. Stay here. Yeah. Like don't." All right, cool. So we go. He lets us off. Obviously, mm-hmm. we park in Rick's driveway. We get out of the car. He looks and goes, "He's gone." He's our gone. Guys, gets in his car and goes home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was one of the scary moments because I was in the passenger. I don't even know if I can control for that. I was just so worried. Like, no, I don't think you can. Unless they want me to drive the car home, they're like, "Can you take it home?" Like, fuck no. Nope. Uh, I'll walk from here, and then I'm gonna get somebody to bail my friend out. So I have another drunk story. Just one. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Well, it's not just one. I'm but... sure we're emptying the bottom of the barrel on these. This is, this is funny, actually. So. <laughs> For those of you who don't remember the that me and Raquel dated uh, a little while ago, like 10, 12, 14 years ago. 15 years ago. Yeah. Oh, is it 15 now? Yeah, it's 15. Yeah, right. When you started going to gardens. Yeah, roughly. Um, so I was being a little bitch, and I was mad at Rick because like he had just started dating Michelle and like wasn't hanging out with me, you know what I mean? So oh, I, was being, I was being a little bitch. I was being a little bitch, straight up, like I was. So me, so I got home mad at Rick and was like, you're never around. You're not my friend anymore. Like, total little fucking brat, right? So we started arguing. And we were we were right there in the um, shopping center right there off Washington. You know what I'm talking about? The Pico Town Center? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was a Prescador or, or Marisco spot right there. Yes. It's, it's Next where, to the Verizon store. Yeah. That's a corner bakery now. Right there. No, uh, Panera? I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But so I had my truck at the time and I was, I don't know what happened, but Rick was like, fuck, like he was, he was mad at me. You know what I mean? Cause I was being a yeah. fucking little fucking idiot. And my was, grandma uh, in Japanese is called chonch. <laughs> right. Being a big chonch. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I don't know if he was like, fuck it. Like we're just going to go home. Like you're acting like an idiot. So he got in my car and my truck. To take himself home, I guess, because he wasn't drinking. 
So I was like talking shit to him, blah, blah, blah. So he gets out of my truck and I was like, fuck you. So now at this point, my truck's in like the middle of the road in, in the shopping center. And then this fucking guy, <laughs> this is when Rick was strong, fucking pushed me. But he pushed me so hard that he like lifted me up off my ground. Like, like you know, when like you, you hit He was somebody. stronger. You were thinner. Yeah, I was thinner. <laughs> and he threw me on my <laughs> on the hood of my car, right? It was like, fuck you and walked home. So at this point, I'm like so drunk that like I'm kind of like. I hit my head on the fucking <laughs> on, on the hood of my fucking truck. I'm like trying to figure out like what the fuck's going on, and then a cop rolls up, and they're like, "What's going on here?" And I and like I, I had just bent over to grab my keys because like Rick threw them or whatever, and like so you got to picture this: my truck's in the middle of the fucking road, two doors open, both the driver and passenger door. Cops like pointing at me, trucks behind me, and I'm just like. I'm sorry, but me and my friend got in a fight. I'm drunk. He's sober. <laughs> like, he was supposed to take me home. He was supposed home. to be my designated yeah. driver. And they're like, well, you can't leave your truck here. And so, just so everybody knows, like, I don't know, maybe a year before that, I got arrested for a DUI, but I didn't get charged for one. Very So, having to go through classes and all that stuff that I had to go through... Um, like I learned a few things. Yeah, no, yeah. And one of them was like you can get arrested for even if the cop says like you you don't have to be behind the wheel to get arrested for DUI. Yeah. Right? So my truck's in the middle of the road, and they're like, "Well, you need to move the truck." And I was like, "I'm drunker now. Like I'm not getting in that car." My friend was driving it. <laughs> like they're like, "But you need to move it." And I was like, "Honestly, you could tow it." Because I'm not getting a DUI. I know the yeah. laws. And I know if I get... And I'm fucking wasted. I'm sure I'm slurring and shit. <laughs> and they're like, well, you need to move it. And I was like, I'm not going to move it. Here, you move it. I had the keys to the, the cop. And they're like, we're not going to move your truck. They're like, just move it. Just park it right there. Like, literally, all I had to do was... Turn it. Turn yeah. to the right a little bit. And then, like, kind of, like, sweep to the left. 14 feet. That's all it needed. Maybe. 14 feet. Maybe. <laughs> and the cop's like... Just do it. I'm like, no, you're going to give me a DUI. They're like, we're not going to give you a DUI. As long as you park it and you and call somebody, out, yeah. pick you up, we're not going to give you a DUI. I said, you promise. Because <laughs> promises matter. Show up in court. Like, so he said, promised they said, me. They said yes, right? So I said, okay. So Pinky I, promised I, me. I get in my truck and I turn it on and I move that 14 <laughs> feet as you called it. And I fucking hit the shit out of the center fighter <laughs> with my tire. <laughs> I go up and boom, and I, I I fucking went up and I was like oh shit and I came back down and I turned it off and I opened the door and I looked back and the the cop was shaking his head <laughs> and he's like can you call someone to pick you up I was like done office officer I'm good I'm on it I'm on it I know I, I'll make the phone call right now and then I called Rick and I apologized and then you, who so who came pick you up by the way my mom <laughs> who else who else is gonna pick me up. There was no Uber back then. Um, <laughs> that was a great story. I love it. Oh, I love telling that story because I don't mind saying that I'm a little bitch. You know why I love the story is because you're and like... Because Raquel broke my heart. Well, <laughs> well the first time. Aw. What I think is funny is that... Look at her. She's, she's sweating. What I think is funny is that you're like, no... No, you're going to give me a DUI. And the cop's like, just move the truck out of the way. And I'm sure for cops, like, especially sheriff, they're like, just move the truck. Like, move your car. We don't give a shit. Like, yeah, just they, move they, it. Yeah, you're in the, you're in the way. Like, you're in my I, way. I, I had, there was cars backed up. 
And I'm sure for a lot of people, you know, their cops are like, just, just fucking move it. Like, we're, we're right here. But as a citizen, you're like, nah, this is entrapment. Like, yeah, for sure. I'm going to park it. And when I get out of it, you're going to arrest me. And I... I Oh, then I'm sure they regret it the minute I fucking hit the, Grr, the, the little dun, dun, dun. Like, you know what I mean? I was drunk. I tried telling him. I was fucking wasted. <laughs> They're just like fucking guy. What I would say is I think there are certain things in a cop's day. And I'm not a cop. I, I If anyone's... Any, one. If any police officer... No, don't dig... No. We don't play police officer. We're not Mark Torres. Is he listening? That's another good story, too. Got it. When he comes, we got to have him explain that story. I'm not a cop, so I don't know. But but I assume that there are a lot of shitty parts of their day. Convincing this drunk dude to just move his truck and that they're not going to take him to jail, just move it over there. I think probably one of those fun parts of their day, like just move, like, dude. I really hope that I'm, I'm somebody's story. Like, you know, I just told the story on yeah. my end. Oh, yeah. Like, I hope they're like, dude, one time we had this fucking idiot. Him and his friend got in a fight, and his truck was in the middle, and he didn't want to move it. And, he just, and then he finally moved it, and he fucking hit the center divider. <laughs> like for, <laughs> for, I would assume that they've got some pretty funny stories. I'm going to put you in top 10. I'm going to put you in the top 10. Thank you. You know who's got great stories? Who? Doctors. Why? Oh, what, my what God. Is, what is your the, oh, oh, the stories that come across. Anytime you deal with the public, you, you have good stories because people are stupid. They're just... Yeah. <laughs> well, I would stuff. like you to elaborate, but I feel like you can. Um. So, oh, I... I yeah, there's no names. It's not like I'm breaking a hippopotamus oath or anything. Hippopotamus hope. It's Hippocratic, but our, our listeners won't know either one. <clears throat> but that's okay. So uh, I know a doctor. I guess they, he had prescribed a, a certain type of medication. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Are we, are we incriminating him? Because they, we, we, they know what doctor it is. No, and they don't know what patient it is. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. I feel like you shouldn't tell the story. No, there was a doctor. I tried. Who prescribed a certain type of medication you take once a day. Is it Viagra? Some pills are... No. It's, it, was a, uh, it doesn't matter if it was a woman or a man. But let's say this pill, a little plastic container, kind of like a Tylenol, like a time release thing. But it's got these little like laser etched holes in the plastic shell of the pill. Okay. So you're supposed to take one pill a day. Prescription goes, come back in, I'm gonna write you a prescription for 90 pills, 90 days, come back in three months, and we'll talk. We'll check whatever it is and make sure that this pill is working for you. Patient comes back, doctor says, okay, well, you should be done with your pills. And she says, no, I've got a bunch of them. Doctor says, you're supposed to take one pill a day. Are you taking a pill a day? She says, yeah. My body just rejects them. And the doctor takes a deep breath. Elaborate. <laughs> what do you mean your body rejects them? And she, or he. She took it up the ass. Says, <laughs> no, no. The, she says, I take one a day. But they don't get 
digested by my body. So when I see them floating, I just take them and wash them and retake them the next day. And this certain doctor takes another deep breath. Just because the plastic container shows up doesn't mean the medicine on the inside. She shits them out? She's been shitting them out, washing them off, and popping them right back in. That's fucking disgusting. Because he or she, I think I've already fucked that up, saw them floating in the toilet and thought, oh, my body didn't take this pill. Unaware that there are little laser microscopic holes that allow you to time release. Do you look at your shits like that? Like, do you like, oh, look at that. There's a oh, fucking, yes. There's a pill in there. Really? I well, don't I mean, not like looking for a pill, but yeah, no, I, I watch my shit every time I take a poop. I look down and evaluate it. Maybe I just... I ha- there's actually a scale of poop to help you understand how your body is doing with your shit. Um, it's called the Bristol stool chart. It's very important for you to know what's coming out of you, because if you know what's coming out of you, you will know what's going on inside you. So if you guys want to go ahead and Google the Bristol stool chart, what it will do is it'll bring up an example of poop. So take a look here. What's going inside of you? Um, well, it depends. So... Take a look at the chart. As you can see, it kind of gives you some examples of what, now see all of a sudden now you're you're interested. So, so like sausage or snake smooth and soft. And if it is, then you're doing well. Like nuts, hard to pass. Amongst the group of people that went to stagecoach last year, uh, I brought this out to them to show them the Bristol stool chart. So, so that, which, which one means which, though? Well, it also depends on what's going on. So if, if your stool is loose and breaks apart and it kind of looks like soggy cornflakes, you're probably dehydrated, which was the situation at Stagecoach for many people. Partially because it's hot, partially because we drank all day long. And it's actually, <laughs> it's really important to know what's coming out of you. Because it tells you a lot about what's going on inside you. And then if you take a look and you go into it a little bit deeper, depending on what's going on with your Bristol stool chart, you can then figure out whether it's diarrhea, what causes it, uh, whether it's dehydration, lack of fiber. Um, Quite honestly, your shit tells tells a lot about who you are as a person and what you are on the inside. So... I look down every time. Rich? I think I'm all savage. You're all at once. (laughs) At one time. I'm lacking and I'm normal. You're an amazing part of of society. So. So, okay. Since we're here and. Talking about shit? Yeah. Okay. That's what I meant. Like, since Mm -hmm. we're like here in the subject. Mm -hmm. When you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you have to do? Get out of bed. Okay. Turn the alarm off. Hide my boner from my son. Oh, that's that's probably the most important thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you'd be like, Dad, why is it so small? Uh, look, 
when <laughs> when he laughs and well when he doesn't recognize that you're erect, that's the sad saddest <laughs> moment of your life. Look, son, my penis is hard. Like, really? Don't ever say that again. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> No, actually, you know what? For a father-son conversation, that's kind of one of those things that goes on on a regular basis. So when you wake up, you got to take a shit, right? Yeah. It takes about four and a half minutes, though. To take the shit or to have to take the shit? To have to take the shit. Because for me, I'm horizontal, and then I stand up, and I can kind of feel it moving towards the exit. Literally, the minute I wake up, I'm like, oh. Really? I got to go. And I feel like that's normal, but apparently it isn't. Um, according to science and according to doctors, I believe in science. you should take three to four, uh, healthy shits a day. Stool number seven. Well, if anybody goes back to the Bristol stool chart, you can see. Oh wait, that's diarrhea. Never mind. No, yeah. Diarrhea is different, but it depends. I, like I can get away with two. I can get away with two shits, solid shits in a day. No, I can take three for sure. Wake up in the morning, take one. When I eat lunch, I take one. When I eat dinner, I take one. I can avoid the... I, I can combine the lunch and dinner one and just take a late Easily. afternoon one. People at work are impressed with the fact that I can eat and then like minutes later I have to take a shit. Like minutes later. <laughs> like, I, like I finish eating, I sit down and I'm like, all right, I'll be right back. So... I'm going to need my fiance to earmuff it. Yvette, earmuff it. Strawberry, like fresh strawberries, make her shit like that. Like she'll eat it and then two minutes, like I got to go to the bathroom and she jams. So like you have to kind of pay attention to what's going on in like food. So like strawberry cake. So I eat everything. So that means everything makes me shit. It might be. Well, I mean, everything makes everyone shit. It's just how quickly. True. So, but yeah, I mean, you should pay very close attention <laughs> to what's going on. I, you should look down. You should look down. I mean, if nothing else, if you see blood in your stool, go to the doctor. Like, when you think of the human body, folks, when you think of the human body, we are just holes. We're holes. I thought we were 90% water. Okay. You can go in through, like, your eye and come out through your nose and then through your mouth. Like, our bodies are open orifices. Some are for sex. Some of them can be forced to be for sex. But there's holes all over your body. Like, think about it. What about the fact that when you're born, your eyes are the same size as when you get older? It's your eyelids that change shape. At least in Japan. I mean, I, I don't know about the rest of the world, but um, so we're gonna take a quick break. But 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 before we take a quick break, we are honest, if nothing else, are we not? Yeah. Why? What do you want to talk about? I try and be as accurate as possible. No, I just try to talk. Um, I I try not that anybody really looks to me to be the voice of Reason. like accuracy. Like, oh, Kevin said it, so. But I do try and be as accurate as possible. Maybe it's being Japanese. Maybe I just look at my life as a test. Okay. It was brought to my attention that I fucked up. I made a mistake. And I will own up to it. Okay. We were talking about how if I was uh, 
I think I've said this. I was running the, the Packers. You no, know, you said you were the opposing opposing team, team of the of, uh, of Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks. I would play Wiz Khalifa songs when uh, the Seattle Seahawks came to play, just to fuck with um, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, because you know he's taking care of Wiz Khalifa's kid. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, you started rumors. Now they have a fight. They're breaking. They're breaking up because of you. I I don't. But Wiz Khalifa didn't knock up Sierra. It was future, not in the future. Apparently, I like I saw it and I thought, in the future, like oh she's gonna cheat on Russell Wilson, which she probably is. Russell, um, is she pregnant again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's pregnant again. But it's it's not his. Well, I mean, allegedly, not, allegedly, yeah. it's not his. Um, but I made a mistake. It, apparently, Wiz Khalifa didn't knock up Sierra. I think he knocked up Amber Rose. Maybe I. I is that wrong? What? Is Wiz Khalifa with Amber Rose? Or was he was right? Did they have a baby? And now so Wiz Khalifa had baby mama is Amber Rose. Okay, up uh, so it's futures baby mama is Sierra. Sierra. So then, my mistake. Let me rephrase. If I ran a team and the Seattle Seahawks came to town, I would play a bunch of futures hits. There's like seven. <laughs> but oh, is there seven? Really? I, That's more I than I thought. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Um you know what we need? What? We need the statistic, statistician guy that they had on um, the ESPN show with Tony... Kornheiser? Kornheiser and Michael Wilbon. Uh-huh. When they have the errors at the end. So whenever we have a show, the person that's like listening to us will like look up what we're talking about and like prove whether you're wrong or right and like call you out. We need I, one, that's we need, fine. We need one of those. That's fine. Listen, I'm not saying I don't make mistakes. I delve. I, do, I dove into a world that I'm not a professional in, and you were just trying to make a joke. Talking about funny. rappers, and, and you know and what? I didn't even catch it. I didn't even. I didn't know. Yeah, I but know. Uh, so, uh, shout out to Future, and allegedly you knocked her up again. And Russell Wilson's going to have to raise a second kid of yours. So, we'll be right back, folks. Thank you for hanging in there with us, everybody. While we took a quick break to pay some bills, a pee break. And I'm hoping if you went poo that uh, y'all took a chance to take a look down and make sure everything was coming out okie dokie. The stool was cool. Yeah. I don't like this at all. Yeah, I, I was going to say that that didn't look good at all. Yeah, that changed completely once uh, it went live. Look at I'm, I'm, the video is like a good like five seconds behind. So yeah. I'm seeing, I'm watching you get up yeah, and that's fine. go and change it. Uh, but now, now it's a, I'm sorry. You're I'm perfect. perfect. I'm the little. Uh, Asian, Asian that could about look we're really unprofessional about a lot of things like we we half ass a lot of stuff but I try and take pride in well it's something that things. your family I'm sure has passed down from generation to generation is how to record and how to take pictures, take pictures and, so. yeah I mean I had a long conversation with your mom about pictures and stuff outside what did she get you uh, it's a, a kit to clean the lens of like cameras and stuff. It ri- so here here's where I mean it's thoughtful. Oh no 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 I'm not please I'm not knocking the the gift. Her what what she wanted to be funny was the the, the bag the bag okay. So Kevin's grabbing the bag. So it's a Victoria's Secret bag. So I was pumped about that. Then I opened it up, and, and at first I just saw this, which is a a bulb-like rubber with a... It looks like the thing you put, put up your kid's nose when they have mocos. 
it looks like the thing that you put up your butt to wash it out. And then it ended up being a lens cleaning kit, which uh, she said that the, the actual gift itself was a joke, but I appreciate it. She wanted the, the reaction from the Victoria's Secret bag, which, not going to lie, I kind of was like pumped about what she might have gotten. Um, see, this blows. Oh! Did you see? You blow. Well, whatever makes you happy, sir. It's a brush. It's to clean your lens. Well, that's cool. That's no. nice she got you that. I appreciate it. And that was all. Cause I don't know what that is. I don't know either. Um, it was just, it's a piece of the plastic bag. Oh, <laughs> I was like, um, I don't know what that is. And that's all because I guess, you know, the taking picture. I, she didn't have to get me anything. It was very nice. Thank you, Gloria. Um, I'd have taken the pictures for free, um, which I did. Well, I guess I paid you in sucks, <laughs> and I got a and I got a gift. From I shortchanged you, too. <laughs> um, but it was nice of her. It was nice for her to get me something, it, it, even though it was kind of a joke gift. It, but you know, hopefully, you told her uh, thank you in front of her because she's not going to hear it on this podcast. No, and I did. She doesn't I mean, know. She doesn't know how to log into a podcast. Oh, okay. Well, she just got a cell phone again for the first time again. <laughs> It, it's kind of like a. Uh, she thought it was a gag gift. I actually appreciate it. Um, but I'm the type of person where it it doesn't. I don't know. I, I think I'm an easy person to shop for. I know your birthday's coming up. What what do you want our listeners to get you for your birthday? Okay, so I'm kind of when it comes to like Christmas, my birthday. Like, it's that million dollar question. What? It's like the million dollar question. Like, what do you buy the man that has everything? Now, ten, obviously, I don't have everything. <laughs> everything but, you need. Yeah. Yeah. No. But like, I always, like, I haven't bought underwear pretty much my whole life. Because you just don't wear them? No. Or you just make one pair Because my mom buys time. me, or Santa Claus gets me underwear. Oh, no. Year. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, I try not to, I think I bought white t-shirts like a few times in my life but like because mm-hmm. i always wear undershirts i have my dad like usually give me undershirts you know what i mean socks same thing my mom gets me socks so like those bases are always covered so it's mostly like i look at like kind of like what i need and i'm just kind of like nah, i don't need anything you know what i mean it's never like a need it's always like a want so it's hard for me to tell somebody in this case like Raquel asked me like what I want for my birthday. It's the first birthday in a long time that you've had somebody that is required to get you a gift. I don't know if no, she's required. I, no, I, if you are in a relationship with someone, you're required to get them a gift. I I am not putting that it has to be a dollar amount. Like you could you could be a card, but you got to get them a gift. It could be ladies coupons for sex. Are always worth it, and that's for, <laughs> you could print those out for free. How do you print them out for free? At work? Yeah, that's not free. That's stealing from your company. No, <laughs> no. Okay, so check it out. Um, so, like, looking at like, I don't need shoes. Like, I would ask for uh-huh. shoes all the time. Like, if if anybody wants to ever give me anything, shoes will you'll never go wrong with shoes ever, 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 ever. And you have like a thousand pairs of shoes. Too. I probably have like sixty pairs of shoes, maybe, give or take, plus or minus five. Um, 
I told her earlier, I was like, you know, honestly, I just need, if you could just give me like t-shirts, like, 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 you know, screen tees or whatever. Okay. Whether it's yeah. like Nike, fucking, I don't even know, whatever. She's like, well. Something to wear. She's like, well, I need to know what, like. Style. An idea, like what style. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't fucking know. I just see a shirt and I like it. She's like, well, that's kind of the problem. And I'm like, fuck. Kind of is a problem though. It, yeah. I mean, but what so, I would say to that is. What do you want to see me in? Like, do you, if you see the clothes are on the floor? Hey, now, what's the easiest to take off? Um, what do you want to see me wear? Well, it's kind of difficult. Yeah, no, it's hard. It's, it's harder to take off. As and the more bigger. drunk you get, like, oh, but yeah. <laughs> now I'm at the point where, like, I'm I'm so big now, where like I'll go in a pool with like a t-shirt on because like I don't want anybody to see my fat stomach. So maybe give me a bunch of white t-shirts I could swim in. Speedos, maybe? Hoodies to, to cover up. Hoodies are cool, but it's going to be get warm yeah, it again. Is. That's true. That's true. So that's the problem. You know what I mean? Like, maybe a new golf set? That's going. That's expensive. That is See, cool. I always feel guilty. God, I need a new set of golf clubs, too. Um, I always feel guilty, like... Surrounding golf alcoholics? Asking for something because yeah. I don't know what the price range is. So for me, same here. My fiance always tells me, "You're the easiest person to shop for, but the hardest person to shop for." Because if you if you know me, I'm a very, I'm a simple person. I've spent most of my life fine tuning everything. I wear dicky shorts. You can take a pair of the dicky shorts. You, you can look. And you, and you know what kind of shorts they are because they say fucking yard. <laughs> they say dickies on the tag. Yeah. They give you your waist, the length. No, And no, they no. even give you the type. Like, I'm talking about in your pocket, inside pocket. It tells you what you're using. Softball. Like, well, don't you don't you label them? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you label it? You label like so, work, work dickies? Like, yes. Yes. The one is... <laughs> One is labeled auto because those are the dickies that I wear when I work on cars, my truck, whatever it is, right? One is labeled yard because those are the ones I wear when I'm working on the yard, cutting the grass, okay? Um, there's, a, there's a hierarchy to my dickies. When they're new, they're worn out and about in, in society. After they, um, <laughs> rambling alcoholic says you label them. Yeah, I, I feel so, like he's laughing as he's saying. I'm this. sure he is. <laughs> After I've worn them, let's say they get stained, especially the tan ones. Like they get stained very easily. Yes. Very easily. So then it's like, well, now I feel stupid wearing them with a big stain on the side. So then they will become like. Usually it goes out and about. Then they become like work dickies, but not wearing them to work. When I work from home, I'll wear dickies. Like, cause I, I don't work in my pajamas. I get What's dressed. What's the lowest? Auto? Yeah. I would assume, yeah. Yeah. So after it's like, okay, they're kind of messed up. And then, then they become like your junk clothes. Uh, I'll wear them when I'm mowing the lawn. And then they get some grass stains. Then they become auto because once they get greasy and break dusty, they're done. Forget them. After that, once a new pair kind of just starts trickling downhill, then you throw the old ones out and you just start all over again. But yeah, I mean, Dickies, you can never go wrong. Um, 
she, he says, uh, I do it with my shoes. I get, yeah. I, do what? It's the same thing. Like, you're wearing them out. Then they get dirty. You don't want to wear them out to social things. So then they become like, I don't give a shit. Fuck them up around the house. So Dickies, you can never go wrong. Jeans, like, I have the same type of jeans, same size, same, you know. So it's. Oh, always, yeah, where are my jeans at, Si? Oh. So I always tell my fiance, like, you, you can just get me something that I already have, but just get me a new version. I mean, it's nice. Sai's wearing his Christmas gift. I haven't even got mine. That's fucked up, Sai. <laughs> We're not fucking going to my birthday. You better not give it to me for my birthday, dick. <laughs> and by the way, to label them, when they're like work around the house or work around the car, I just take a Sharpie and I write on the inside pocket. So when you look, you go, oh, these are for the car. Like. You just know. So I'm I'm at the point right now where like I need to like purge my fucking clothes. Like mm, I just mm-hmm. started throwing some like under like white undershirts that like you know the armpits. They get just, a little yellow. Yeah, a little they get yellow, a little yellow. And it's like yeah. all right, maybe yeah. I shouldn't fucking be. It's like my these. it's like my mom's side of the family. It started off white, then it got a little yellow. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Exactly. And then you throw them away when they well, come, no, when it they gets get a little brown. <laughs> it gets a little brown after that, and, and then, depending on the stool. Yeah, exactly. Um... <laughs> But back back to like the I love you, son. <laughs> back to the whole like birthday <laughs> gift or whatever. Like it's hard. Like I, I can't think of things that like I need until like I'm in the moment. Like, damn, I could really use this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, so so this answers no questions for you. Here, here's what I would say is for me, and this this is where I'm guilty. I'm. I'll take care of it. Exactly. Oh, man. God damn. Oh, shoot. I could really use a half-inch ratchet. Let me just... Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go get one. Like, And so what I've done is around like August, September, I start kind of putting a list together of what would be nice for me, what I could use. Soap. Like... Things that you Even that I buy from Costco, it lasts me all year. I like the big ass brick of soap, the ones that's like this big, because it that'll last me like three or four months. So just get me a bar of soap. I am a very simple person, so I don't like need a lot of stuff. I, I can take care of getting that. I'm not a sentimental person, so like knickknacks. There are a lot of men and a lot of women who like the little knickknack. Oh, it's a cute little. It's your future car that you want. It's a it's you. a it's a cute candy dish. Like we could put this on the table. I don't give a shit. Like candy comes in a bag. It, if it if I'm not done with the bag, <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna reach the candy dish. It's not gonna reach the candy dish. I'm I'm good. So for me, yeah, I, I get that it's difficult to find something sentimental, but I don't want something sentimental. Maybe you I, get me a new tripod for my. <laughs> Sorry, that was my my job. I, I messed up. Um, so, but what I always tell her is, and I get it. It's not romanticy. Like you don't want to be the fiance that got her man socks, but I love socks when I wear them. And like I don't know, she. I always tell her, like you, get me like the screen tees. I'll wear whatever screen tees. I don't care. There is one issue is a lot of screen tees come real short nowadays. 
Like they're, they, I reach I, up I, and my midriff shows. I thought it was like that because my stomach was sticking over. No. I, like I'll reach up and I go, ooh, like you can see my midriff. I don't know what it is. It's fine. But even with that, I can tailor them. You know, like I'll. Well, not if they're short. You're right. What I would say <laughs> is get me a larger size and I'll tailor it yeah. down. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's. Screen, ladies, screen tees, you can never go wrong because. Again, I can take a new shirt and go, hey, this is a really nice shirt. Okay, that old one that actually has a small hole in it, like that now becomes my working on the car shirt. I'll cut the sleeves off and bam, ready to go. I don't know what to get, dude. I don't know what to ask for. I don't know. Yeah. You know what does help? And I'm going to tell you and I'm going to tell everyone else. Make an Amazon list. Make an Amazon wish list and then... You can kind of share that with people, like people. Well, you know, you know, the old ball and chain over there. I don't know who Pink Vans Bowie is, but they just started watching. It's an interesting name, Pink Vans. I haven't owned a pair of Vans in probably like twelve years. I have. I so I I do have to. I'm proud of myself. I cleaned out my closet, much like Eminem. Um, I cut down on the number of chanclas that I have. <laughs> okay? I threw out four pairs of chanclas. How many wooden pairs do you have? I don't have any. They weren't. <laughs> I almost got a pair of Crocs. I'm not going to lie. That would have been, probably been the most Asian thing you could have done. They were fu- like they were supposed to be like bedroom slipper Crocs, and they were camo, and they were fuzzy on the inside. Were they comfortable? I don't know. I was going to get them. That's the nice thing about Prime. You just buy them and then return them if you don't like them. I was going to get them, but I really, I couldn't get over the stigma of being the Asian dude wearing Crocs. It would only be that way if you went out and about. And they're just for around the house, but there was something I couldn't even look myself in the mirror. So I got a pair of DC DC flip-flops for the house. And I I purged. I got rid of all the old flip-flops that I used to wear for... Cutting the lawn and mowing, you know. Yeah, I'm and, sure that's dangerous. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, working on the car. Kevin only has nine toes. Working on the car. I So now I have one pair of flip-flops for working on the car, you know, uh, whatever carpentry, whatever, you know, yard work I have to do. I have one pair of flip-flops instead of three. I have one pair of flip-flops for around the house. I have one pair of flip-flops for going out. I know what I need. New tires. <laughs> I do need new tires. Buy them one. <laughs> I'll buy you one tire. It's buy three, get one free. She's going to buy me the free one. No, then, yeah. <laughs> I'll Listen, pay for the insulation. Ladies, coupons. Coupon, sex coupons are... You can't... If a man is disappointed opening up a card with a handful of sex coupons, either one, you weren't willing to offer a good enough option on the coupon, or two, he doesn't love you. Like, that's it. Or I guess three, he could be gay. Which also means he doesn't love you. Mm, Yeah, probably. Well, I mean, he might love you as a person. Yeah, (laughs) as his best friend. But... Sex coupons, they're they're the best. I mean, we just has got... a girl ever been put in the friend zone? I would assume so. 
got like a desperate girl who's probably prettier than she thinks she is and no. is going to spend the rest of her no. life settling. She's not. No, she is. She's like, she's, she's prettier. Not, she's not as pretty as she thinks she is. No, I think the opposite. Because if she's prettier than she thinks she is, she's, you might label her as like stuck up, big headed. Like you're more full of yourself than you are. So at that point, she might actually put her foot down and not be friend zoned. I think a girl who is prettier than she thinks she is, i.e. low self-esteem, would be willing to be treated like shit. By a and, and then be put in the friend zone. And be put in the friend zone, yeah. That's why I think low self-esteem. LSE. I always tell RJ, like, listen, dude, if you want to be happy in life, you find the prettiest girl with the lowest self-esteem and make her laugh. I mean, that'll be good until, like... That's your wife. Well, I don't know about that. No, probably not. Because <laughs> what's going to eventually happen is she's just going to, like, not have any... She's going to look to you for all the fucking... All the answers. That's true. No. And I don't know. I mean, unless you're like willing to like put all that on your back, like I, I, I want I want to be a player in the game, not just the whole game. You know what I mean? Like you, I, you are sexy enough, sir, to be the entire game. I didn't say. I and wasn't the results, sexy. and the preseason. Look, at, if there was a Lane Bryant of male models, <laughs> I'd be the fucking. I'd be the fucking one they call right. So just to be a dick, I signed Yvette up for the Lane Bryant catalogs, like so she gets them. That comes to her. Just I am I'm not asshole. commenting on any of this. No, I'm proud of. She lost all kinds of fucking this weight. This is my, me just being an asshole. This is not By the my way, place to say anything. If you also want to be a dick, go on and sign up for the like those depends. You can get a free sample, and have them sent to somebody else. You just have to get their name and address. I'm down to do that. Do That's you, funny. The Lane would, Bryant thing is not funny. Do you remember? I mean, it's funny, but it's not like, what, it's not, it's very uh, insensitive. Do you remember when, I forgot, I, I forgot what bank it was that I was working for. Um, it certainly wasn't McDonald's. I'm glad you moved up. I got, I took and I had a bunch of like, pre-postage envelopes so i went to the photocopy machine and i took a photocopy of like me flipping off the photocopy machine folded it up and i mailed it out to like a bunch of friends whoever's address i had i sent it out to them i also ordered remember chris guzman yes of course i remember chris guzman i ordered him checks and i i think i put chris darkness Guzman. Like, I just fucked with people when I worked at the bank. And you, you were able to get the checks for free and all that shit? Yeah. No, he didn't pay for them. <laughs> he just had a mail to his house? Yeah. And with a fucked up nickname, because you remember how dark he was? I mean, he's not any lighter. <laughs> no, probably not. What's funny about that is he, all the girls that he's dated, is all, they're all like see-through. They're like transparent. Have you noticed that? Well, except for the first one. Yeah, no. That one's a little dark. That one was of the Pico Rivera flavor. Yeah. It, it's all the other ones are fucking... Like, they remind me of... Tornado bait. Uh, <laughs> on Domi and Menace when he's like, why devil, why devil? <laughs> when he's like trying to fucking bone him and she's this girl with the fucking banjo and shit. Like, <laughs> like the... Tra- <laughs> Fuck, man. 
This is oh god, this is the most incriminating show we've done in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, I think on that note, let's just cut it right here. Sounds good, man. <laughs> Later, guys. Peace. <laughs>